welcome. You're listening to the Empath Intuitive Heart Driven Podcast with Megan Jean. Here we explore the realm of energy, intuition, and feelings. We learn how to navigate our path, feel empowered to be who we are, expand our intuition, and connect peacefully to our purpose. If you've ever been called sensitive, if you've ever struggled with the fact that you don't do normal, or you're craving the support to tap into your soul and step out into the world as your true self, then this healing and expansive podcast is for you. Welcome yet again. Hello, hello, beautiful, empathic, intuitive, heart-driven peeps. So, how do you feel when we say the word boundaries? It's just, for me, always, always that has been something that is wrong in my bones. I think, oh my goodness, I couldn't set boundaries. I couldn't let people down. And a lot of that comes back to an episode. I've actually already um, posted one to the effect of like people pleasing. I think it was episode 17, which was centered around identity as an empath. And I think that that episode really plays in beautifully to what we're talking about today, which is, of course, having the knowledge about why we need to set boundaries as an empath, looking at things a little bit deeper than just the, the art of saying, you know, no, don't agree to everything. Quite often when you bring up the word boundaries, it might make you feel worried because you probably know there are some people in your life that take advantage of you that drain your energy and you don't want to have to be put in that position where you have to put up the boundaries. But as beings that take in other people's energy, it is so important that we always come back to that, that we always let the way that things make us feel Be the compass that guides our decisions and our actions moving forward. And if you've been in the situation where you haven't necessarily operated from that premise before, that's okay. The more we know about ourselves, the more we learn about ourselves, the better choices that we can make in time. So while in today's episode, we're going to discuss the mechanics behind boundaries that will help us as empathic beings, really what it comes back to and what it should always come back to is how are we going to help ourselves with energetic alignment? You know, if you want to align yourself, there's going to be good aspects and there's going to be other aspects that you need to let go of. If you want to clean out your wardrobe, you know, clean out your closet, There's going to be clothes that you need to let go of, clothes that you need to throw out. But how good is that feeling that next day when you walk into that wardrobe and you go, 
oh yes, it is exactly the way I want it. It is exactly in alignment with the person that I am today. And that's the point, right? Those old clothes, those old items, shoes, bags, jewelry, whatever you've thrown out in the process. Hey, we honor those. Maybe they were in alignment for you at one stage. How wonderful you used to fit in those clothes. (laughs) But now is now. The time moves on. So enjoy today's episode as we talk more and more about boundaries. Today's episode of the Empath Intuitive Heart Driven Podcast is brought to you by Celestial, my one-to-one container for deeply held support and big energetic shifts. Celestial is a four-week program of readings and divine downloads in a two-way chat. This is a top-shelf level of support as we work closely one-to-one together for the month, uncovering patterns, clearing energy, and ascending towards the desires of your heart. You'll receive a weekly card reading for four weeks, the opportunity to receive guidance on call, simply ask, and it's a container to express your blocks, desires, or whatever is on your heart at any time of day. This is where we're able to shine light on blocks, desires, and patterns, so you clearly feel where your next steps can take you. A miniature version of Celestial is my one-week container called Cosmic. You'll receive a card reading to begin, delivered in the app Voxer, a direct line to the divine with a week of one-to-one mentoring and support. And again, the ability to clear blocks, reveal heart-led desires, release patterns, so you're ready to step up and face the next level version of yourself. Head to meganjean.com forward slash celestial where you can view all the details, book your first 15-minute initial catch-up on Zoom or direct message me on social media where we can have a chat and I can send you the links to start this truly transformational journey. Are you ready to spend time immersed in clarity and growth? Let's raise your vibe into the cosmic or the celestial with Megan Jean. Welcome, welcome again. Okay, so I think today's episode was really inspired by this moment. I don't know, I was driving up to one of the places that I've been working at lately, doing face-to-face sessions, and that whole thought of keeping up a persona, being the kind of person who you know at your core, in your heart, you're just not that person. I was just thinking about how it is so draining. And when we get to drop these fake personas that we keep up, which is totally understandable because we live in this world, 
We have, you know, the the problems going on with the collective at the level of the root chakra. We all have got our responsibilities, those influences over us that are inspired by family, inspired by the people around us in the greater community. Total root chakra stuff. (laughs) Uh, It is no wonder that to keep ourselves safe and to fit in, we have a persona. We put up a facade. We make sure that we do what we have to do to get by in life. I guess the problem with that is eventually when you keep trying and trying and trying to be someone that you're not, it's going to take its toll, whether that is through your mental health, through your physical health, it no doubt affects your emotional health regularly or, you know, when certain triggers come up. And all I know now from my own experience, I can only speak for myself, when you drop the persona, when you drop the facade and you feel comfortable to go, ah, you know what, that's actually what I need, everything changes. But it really does take a bit to get there, to be honest with what you actually need. It's a journey. So if you've been listening to this podcast up until now, I hope that some of the themes have invited you. I was going to say forced you, but oh gosh, no, no, invited you to take a deeper look into yourself. If this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) We've started out on a interesting topic, but I promise you episodes in the back catalog are going to help you to delve deeper into what is it? What is your version of your heart-driven life? So, When we think about bringing down that facade or dropping the persona, we perhaps consider, like I said in the intro, you know, there's certain items in the wardrobe, in the energetic wardrobe that is us, that need to be removed. Take it away, throw it in the bin, uh, donate it, whatever you need to do. Because as empaths, It's very draining when we say yes in those moments where we really want to say no. It is so draining when we are around draining people. But also, it's it's very draining when we don't acknowledge when our energy levels aren't up for the task at hand. I mean, it kind of plays into that concept of saying yes when you really want to say no. But one of the conversations I've been having with a lot of clients lately is the fact that even fun things can take a toll on your nervous system and make us need, you know, have that time that we need afterwards to recover. Gosh, it sounds like we're frail old beings, right? But no, no, no. I bet you know what I'm talking about. You live in your body every single day. It is not good to do things in an ideal world. I know we've got to show up for work. I know we've got to do all these things. We've got responsibilities. I know. But in an ideal world, 
especially if your part of being heart-driven is showing up as your best self, you know, giving it your all, feeling like you're able to, yeah, just kick goals when you've got the ball in your hand. It is detrimental when we are saying yes and doing things when our energy really isn't up for it right now. So a long story short, I mean, it's always okay to say no when you need to. I had a guest that was going to come on this podcast, still trying to track her down because, oh my goodness, I know the conversation is going to be epic. So let's all just send out some vibes that that will happen eventually. But it might have even been on the day that it was scheduled that uh, this particular person, she said to me, I, I'm so sorry, I need to cancel uh, today's recording. I'm all over the place, got lots on my mind, things going on. I, I know she had a whole bunch of um, you know, good personal things going on. Um, but yeah, she just said, I, I can't do it. Now, it may feel like, oh, that's great. That's you, Megan. You're going to understand that. But yeah, I felt so proud of her for saying that. And I applauded the fact that she wants to bring her A game. So if her energy wasn't up for it on that day, thank goodness. I know when this podcast actually happens, then it's going to be phenomenal. So it's okay to say no. It's okay to change plans if you have to. But I get it. If, if it's not the right person, there can be a lot of scare and fear and, oh, how are they going to respond? I'm sure she was even scared to even say that so much to me, but oh my God, no, totally in the right place. When you do it, when you do it and you realize there is no consequence, it becomes easier and easier to do. So saying Yes, when you mean no, being around those energetically draining situations, doing things when you know your energy isn't up for it. What is it that you can take from that that helps you to start forming that picture of where your boundaries get to go up for your own benefit? Another thing I want to bring to your attention that is a boundary of sorts. Maybe you've never considered it this way, but it is something to see as a boundary. I need some training on this because I know I did. Is the concept of energetic exchange. Now that again, oh God, what are we talking about here? It can feel a little bit icky being open to receive, right? But, oh my gosh, probably the best example I can give you, and I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure if you're my peeps, maybe it is that you are doing your work in the world. Maybe it is that you are a healer and intuitive or your work that you do honestly brings people comfort, joy, some sort of respite, all the things. I'm sure you are doing things that are beautiful. And as I look through different bodies of work and I learn more and more about everything, 
It seems like there is definitely this archetype out there that, you know, there's the the struggling, um, impoverished healer, you know? I couldn't possibly do this work and help people and just feels wrong to, to help people, to heal people, to bring out their best and then expect money for it. Now, I'm not worthy of the payback, but I, I feel like I just need to give, give, give. That is a perfect example of when there is very poor energetic exchange. And you've got to be honest with yourself about the types of things that you do for yourself, for your, in your place of work, for other people, all of these things. Making sure that you are receiving the right energetic exchange back. And I'm not talking about that always relating to money. Sorry, as I turn a page. It's not always related to money. It doesn't even have to be paid back in favors. It's not, it's not even about getting a physical payback. But you need to feel compensated on some energetic level for the things that you do. And in turn, I'm sure you feel that responsibility to pay others back on some energetic level, even if it is just genuine gratitude, you know? That is so important for us to feel like things aren't draining for us. Now we know what it's like when we have those one-sided friendships or those one-sided work arrangements. It's no revelation to know that people end up with so much job dissatisfaction when, you know, you go above and beyond and you get such little recognition for it. Um, You know, I had a friend (laughs) say to me the other day that the fact that she was needing, you know, an hour off in the morning Uh, She was told by upper management that she had to take that as one hour of annual leave. And I was like, really? Really? One hour. I know that she goes above and beyond. (laughs) She always talks about her job. So, you know, stuff like that. It's little. You let it slide. You know, it's not the end of the world. But little bits and pieces, just like that example, can build up to create that energetic toll. And remember, energy is our compass. It's the talisman. It's the beacon that we we work with, guys. So my goodness, you've got to keep that in mind. Is this enriching me? Am I getting the energetic exchange I need in the things I do daily? Now, one of the mantras that I used to go by when I was younger, and I don't even know if I've mentioned this in the podcast, but hey, doesn't matter. Everything is relevant. Never hurts to hear things again if you have. (laughs) But one of my old mantras used to be, treat people how you want to be treated. I said that. I always thought that was something that was going to protect me. I thought if I treat people kindly, with respect, if I do what they say, if I don't question things, you know, if I'm just 
killing them with kindness, another saying, then how can anything go wrong for me in my life? In actual fact, that particular mantra completely took its toll. It was, and, and it wasn't about going, oh, you know, I'm, I'm treating people how I want to be treated because I literally want them to pay me back in the exact same ways. But of course, it does open you up to uh, situations where you are not getting that same level of payback that you need. So it didn't work out well. And I also learned that people that do want to take advantage of you and they will take and they will take again. You become basically like a like a buffet, like a smorgasbord. <laughs> that you, you're the one that has to keep replenishing the stock, right? But they will take, 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 take. And that's all they'll ever do. It is, it's a hard lesson to learn. Your system, your insides, your emotions, your mental health, it really feels it. So I've even witnessed that with a very close, um, you know, family member of mine. I've even witnessed someone in my own circle, seeing them do everything for everyone. And As a result, without receiving that same energetic exchange back or doing things for the wrong reason, I've really noticed how that lands them in the world of resentment, the world of anger. And it's really, it honestly is something that can lead to that anger or that built-up charge being released in very unhealthy ways. Sometimes we don't realize that the way that the charge in our body builds up energetically, we, we don't realize that it actually can filter out in ways we didn't imagine. So maybe it draws us to make unhealthy choices, unhealthy food choices. Go towards things like alcohol. Go towards things like mind-numbing activities. You know, even myself. There's times where I don't want to face things that are going on. I admit this. So I'll be, you know, addicted to Candy Crush or something stupid like that. Oh my gosh, you spend hours on this rubbish. It feels good at the time. And really, it is just taking you out of reality and it's numbing something. So this is the reason why I will say it forever and ever. You're probably like, oh my God, you've said it enough, Megan. But (laughs) energetic exchange is huge. It's huge for you because while we don't see it with the naked awareness You need to ask yourself if you are not feeling like you receive back what you give, what is it? What toll is it taking on you in all the other different ways? And that is why having that boundary set up to say, no, I I will not stand for that anymore. 
it's when I want to say it's life saving. Oh my gosh, I sound very dramatic, but it really can be because we know when things sit in our energy centers within our etheric body that does not get witnessed, that does not have any change put to it, any diversion. Absolutely, that does amount to things, to problems in the future. Oh my gosh, (laughs) this all sounds so terrible. But again, as I said at the beginning, putting up these boundaries is only going to help you with energetic alignment. And that is the shiny, amazing, you know, that's the sun card from Tarot. That is where we want to be. Here comes the sun isn't it? A lot of the time when we set up these boundaries, which at the end of the day are just another bid to bring us into alignment, it really does help us to siphon out these negative, perhaps everything's individual, but negative things to you, negative events, negative people, negative whatever. Now, in the case of running a business, because as you'll know, if you've been listening to this podcast for for a long time, you know that I've uh, run my own business. I'm four years in or more now running my own business. And we always say in business, you know, find your ideal client, find your, you know, your niche or find your whatever. And we're, we're prepared to do that as business owners, right? We question then why we're not prepared to do that in our personal lives, but stay with me, of course, because when we put up boundaries and when we're unapologetic about our needs, it does help us siphon out all of the yucky stuff that that probably comes up all the time. Probably you put up with so much already, you don't even realize what life would be like without that kind of thing. I had this happen back in my my beauty business days, you know. I I found that I had a little bit of a price increase and they're always telling you, oh, a price increase, that will, you know, if there's anyone that has a problem with that, you'll siphon out the people. I say siphon, is that the word, right, right word? <laughs> Sift out the uh, people that are not good and in alignment to your business. And I guess for me, I always just wanted to make sure that the people coming through my doors, of course, it was for their benefit to feel good and all of that. But I also wanted to make sure that they were people that were an energetic match, that were grateful to be there, that understood, you know, I know everyone doesn't do this. I know many people don't consider small business owners as being anything really when they don't realize that every single cent that you spend in their shop, oh my God, you literally are helping a very small family, a very, you know, small dream. It's small time gain, but it is huge to the individual. Yeah. And I remember I, I yeah, put these prices up ever so small. And sometimes when we do things, when we make big, bold moves, the universe gives us a little, a little lesson, you know, something will come up to help us really cement that decision in our mind. 
And I had a, a lady, she wasn't one of my customers, but she did come in and um, she was seeing someone, you know, that was also working out of the building. And she wanted to get her eyebrows waxed. Or her daughter's, sorry, I, I'm wrong. Daughter's eyebrows waxed. But she looked at my price and, and she questioned it. She said, oh, gosh, I can get that cheaper down the road. And she quoted a price which was literally only a couple of bucks cheaper than what I was offering in my business. Now, I clearly know that whatever she was doing, wherever she was coming from, you know, that was not about me. I easily could have taken it very, very personally, gone down that path of how can you not value me? How could you have something to say? How dare you even question my prices for the sake of two or three dollars? But I know that that was all her. But, you know, I also could have let that boundary down. And I could have said, all right, fine, I'll, I'll do the service a few bucks cheaper. But how could I? That honestly would have taken an energetic toll beyond anything I probably would even understand, beyond anything I could possibly come up with right now. So saying no, saying sorry, saying, well, if you want $3 cheaper, you jump in your car and you go down the street and you pay that probably $3 worth of petrol and you go and find that cheaper service down the street, you know? That was what I had to do. And I promise you, the universe does reward you. You know, it's not about being good or bad. But when you say yes to yourself, you get more and more opportunities where it feels good to say yes to yourself as well. And understanding yourself in those situations, you know, being that kind of person, I feel like the fact that you're here listening to this podcast today, you are that person that wants to understand more about yourself. But in turn, you understand more about the people around you and why they act the way that they do. And so by doing so, it actually helps you to not take on their stuff. This is another form of energetic boundary, guys. When we don't take on other people's things, just like I described, a stranger, of course, that was easy to dismiss, not someone that was close to me. But even in your personal life, when something's going on with this person or that person, when someone acts erratically, when someone acts with anger or confusion or, uh, you know, they're, they're not willing to deal with the things at hand. When you understand yourself enough and it helps you to understand the ways that they act and why, and you decide not to take on their crap, it's not yours to own. Maybe you're having a little bit of a you know, quarrel with your, your better half, your worse half, whatever you want to describe them. And, you know, they're having a shitty day and they maybe want to have a little bit of a release with a little bit of something going on. You think, 
that's not mine to take on. We're going to do this in a healthier way. Or if you need some time out, off you go. That in itself is you creating a boundary for yourself. So I honestly wish that everyone had the same wish as me. I wish everyone understood that your needs are your needs. The person next to you, their needs are their needs. We all compute things differently. We all deal with things differently. We all have different levels of energy to burn. Understanding things like human design. I mean, for me, I'm not a human design buff. I'm not. But I know it's a game changer when you go, wow, some people can just go. They've got energy to burn. Others, literally, they can only operate for like four hours a day. And then they spend the rest of the time recuperating from that. You know, their brain is only on and coming up with these ideas in that time. Some people are routine and consistent and others, they literally do not have it in them to do consistency. They just don't. And if they tried, it may work for a little while, but eventually it will be nothing but a source of burnout. I wish everyone knew this kind of stuff. And in turn... You know, my wish is that nobody needs to justify who they are and what they stand for. We absolutely all have our own needs. We all have a basic need to be happy, to be safe, to be comfortable, you know, comfortable in your own skin, comfortable in your own life. So as long as nobody is doing any harm then that is the mantra to live by. I do believe that is, oh God, here I am saying things I'm not 100% sure of, but I know in the, the magical world, it's all about do no harm. Do no harm to others. Do no harm to the environment or anything. And then there's no problem. <laughs> so, There's no harm in having a differing opinion to somebody else. And I feel like as empaths, now again, I I referenced that episode 17, you know, when we talk about being a people pleaser in in the podcast, there is a big difference that, you know, people being rude, it's a very big difference to being rude versus how someone's subconscious or conscious expectations are being pushed and tested when we stand up for ourselves. So, you know, when we expect that others would feel bad about us putting up our boundaries, doing what is important for us, you have to realize that if there was a response It is more about them, their upbringing, their conditioning, everything about them compared to what it means to you as a person. When I was growing up, it was the expectation as children, you know, we'd go to family parties and it was a huge family, huge family. 
aunties, uncles, cousins, sometimes extended family cousins would come. So, you know, I'd treat them as aunties and uncles as well. Oh my gosh, huge parties that we would have. And you were expected, especially as a child, to go up and kiss everyone on the cheek twice, you know, everyone, everyone. Now, my family, they were never on time to nothing. So, oh my God, you'd get there, struggle to find a car park in the small street, you know, always at someone's house. And you'd have to go up and kiss every freaking cheek twice and say hello to everyone. And of course, that was a mark of respect. That was what I was taught to do. If you didn't, if there was someone by chance, you know, I missed that uncle over there or whatever. So many times I was basically publicly ridiculed and they'd make a big scene. Oh, uh, oh, Megan. Oh, hello. Oh, I haven't seen you. You never came up and said hello to me. And where's my kiss? Oh, and you know, everyone would be standing around going, oh, Megan didn't say hello. And I look back at that now. I've got a lot to say about that, but you know, I won't. (laughs) I do not agree with the whole forcing anyone to say hello to anyone if they're not comfortable to do so these days. But that's another story. But Again, that expectation. Whose expectation was that? Not mine. And if they were making a big scene and embarrassing me, that was on them. That was their conditioning. That was their rule book to live by. That was not mine. Unfortunately, I was a child. So, oh God, inner child healing here, right? Live on the podcast. But that's the way to see it, right? They will react that way. Maybe it'll be hurtful, but that is not about you. That is about them, their expectations, and that is not something that you need to bear. Don't be afraid to put your needs out there. Don't be afraid to advocate for yourself. If people don't know what's good for you, We can't expect them to understand. It's a fool's expectation, right? If you were to put your needs out there, what would happen? You may find that people are understanding much more than they'd be willing to project their shit. Like, uh, you know, the uh, (laughs) family party situation, right? And I guess in terms of putting up those boundaries and releasing yourself from draining people, if they really did have a problem, are they worth having in your life? Ask yourself that honestly. Constantly ask yourself too, is this the right thing for me to be doing at this point in time? Of course, we don't want to let people down. We don't. But as I have already brought up, Even good things for empaths can be draining. And we need to understand ourselves, how much energy we can burn throughout the week, what kind of events are going to work in our favor and what not. I just in the last couple of weeks, I was invited to attend an event. 
So I was thinking, okay, I can do that. But I had a hairdressing appointment in the morning, which I know isn't draining, but it's a thing. And I also potentially had to go off and do some work for a friend as well. So I had three things on that day. I knew that if I had to go and do the work for the friend in the afternoon, there's no way I would energetically commit to going out and doing the women's event at nighttime. Luckily, the afternoon gig got cancelled. So I said, yep, no worries. I am there. I had no problem in being willing to cancel if I had to. I knew the person I was going with would be very understanding. But as it turns out, it ended up being the perfect portion of what I wanted to do that day and energetically commit to. And that is just happening because I know my energetic boundaries. You can't operate at 10% all the time, right? If you know you've had a big weekend, you need to be so gentle with yourself for the first few days of the next week or however long it takes. If you've attended a event, a party or whatever on a Saturday night, maybe it is a good idea to say, look, we're not seeing anyone until later that afternoon or even at all on a Sunday. Um, You know, I'm not catching up for any coffees or dinners or anything through the working week if I know that I've got to get up and do things, you know, the next day or whatever. Otherwise, you are no different to someone who is trying to charge their phone but keeps taking it off the charger every couple of minutes, only allowing your energetic charge to get up to that 10, 15, 20% before you get back to doing your business. You're no different. You need to give yourself enough time to recharge. Some of those devices take forever to bloody recharge. Oh my God, my kids' iPads. What a drainer. It takes hours. (laughs) But it might be the same for you. You know, if you pull that phone off the charger prematurely and then you've got to go drive, you know, an hour into the city and back and you want to use the GPS, that ain't going to happen, right? So why are you any different? Why is it that doing too much and burning the energy out and taking on that energy too much with no exchange you know, the energetic exchange I was referring to in the episode a little bit earlier is almost another opportunity to recharge, right? Always imagine yourself, if it helps, that you are like that phone that needs to be plugged into the charger. And the charger doesn't just come from getting rest, okay? It can also be from having that right energetically exchange type of uh, relationships or meetings or events or whatever it might be. So you know you, you know what you need. There is no one out there other than you that is going to advocate for you. Nobody knows what you need unless you tell them. I promise you that people will be more than accommodating and more than understanding if you are unapologetically standing up for yourself 
and saying, this is what I need. I apologize if that makes you feel bad, upset, angry, disappointed, but this is what I need. And by apologizing, I mean, you know, you're like, that's your deal. You don't have to attach yourself to that. (laughs) So if there's any healing that needs to be done around people pleasing, again, uh, have a little listen to episode 17, as I keep mentioning, amongst other things in this podcast, if saying no is a really deep inbuilt problem for you, I've been there. Maybe you do need to consider a little bit of healing, a reading. Like I always say, I mean, I know at the beginning of this episode, I um, was talking about my celestial program, which is so good to talk about these deeper subconscious issues and like, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's heal it. Let's clear it. Maybe there is some childhood memories about disobeying that literally meant survival on your small little poor little thing's brain, you know, that I could not possibly get yelled at. So I've got to obey, you know, maybe that's a thing. Maybe that inner child needs a little bit of healing. And if I could recommend anything you can do for yourself, a lot of these types of issues would be energetic clutter that is held in the lower chakras of your body, you know, solar plexus for your personal power, your sacral for the one-to-one relationships, a lot of the place of where our emotion is held is down there, and of course, root chakra right at the level of the uh, bottom of the spine, the perineum there. Oh my gosh, that can be a big one when it comes to the tribal expectations. Poor old root chakra there would be definitely copying it when it comes to that. Oh, you haven't said hello to me, Megan, in front of the whole crowd. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So have a think about that. And definitely heart chakra, just to mention that as well, because, you know, that's where all our grief and trauma and sadness is held. A healing can definitely be the first steps towards helping you with some of that very needed release. My biggest hope for you today is that this episode, I mean, I know if you've listened to this, you needed it. You wouldn't have selected an episode about energetic boundaries, being an empath, if you didn't need to hear this. So make sure that you mull this over in your mind. Everyone is different. Identify those areas where the energetic exchange is off, where your needs really need to be addressed and honored. Do not feel like putting your needs out there is something which is going to be met with resistance. Don't feel like that. Everyone is understanding, I think, especially in the days that we're living in now. And make sure that you go deeper if you need to. Always, it's that bid to knowing, loving and accepting ourselves that brings us closer. You know, it's not just about understanding ourselves, but it really does bring healing to us understanding why other people react the way that they do. And it helps us to not own it, right? I ain't taking on board. 
ain't owning your shit. Now that is some enlightenment, uh, enlightenment <laughs> right there. So when you know, love and accept yourself, you get to embrace the magic that is you. And I promise you, you are so freaking damn magic that you deserve everything. Having those boundaries up, aligning yourself and living the life that you love always. I'll speak with you next time. I'm Megan Jean, and from the bottom of my heart, I truly thank you for joining me on the Empath, Intuitive, Heart-Driven Podcast. You can find me at www.meganjean.com, and I'm known as at Ms. Megan Jean on all social media. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, review, share. It's going to help other people just like you find this beautiful, healing, energetic container. I look forward to speaking with you next time. Until then, embrace the magic that is you.